What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Couple on Fire podcast. Uh, on today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about how to be your authentic self, and that's coming up right now. Right now. <laughs> Christian, and you are looking to take your faith, your family, and your future to the next level, then this is the channel for you. Welcome to season two, episode number 10. I am one of your hosts, Josh, and I'm here with the always, look how smiley she is today, with my awesome wife. Look at her shirt. It says Christy. Her name's Christy. Yeah, I'm Christy. Hello. <laughs> Hi, my name is Josh. Our uh, our our daughter and our son-in-law bought us these shirts. Yeah, I it was a bonus for me because they actually got them for him for his birthday, and um, I they just got me one too, so I wouldn't feel left out. Yeah, so shout out to our Jordan, to our Jordan, to our daughter Jordan <laughs> and her hubby Luke. Luke. So thanks, guys, appreciate it. Yeah, we wore them. We're sporting them. That's it. We're sporting it. Yeah, Couple look at fire. What's up? Mark's remarks. He's like yo. <laughs> He's like, yellow. Nice shirt, see? Yeah, all right, we're putting it on there. Look at there, Jordan Martin says, nice shirts, you hot couple. Look at orange, purple, orange. Orange, purple, orange. <laughs> yeah! That's our color. All right, yeah. Welcome to it, everybody. We are glad that you are here. If you're here live right now, please do us a favor. Hit the share button if you haven't done that already. It really helps us outsmart Mark Zuckerberg and his Facebook <laughs> algorithms. And uh, so, hey, we're just trying to reach people. You know, let us know, too, if you're on last week, if you were able to be part of that amazing interview that we had with Chris uh, Swanson. Sheriff Chris Swanson. That was a lot of fun. That was so much fun. And yeah. his energy is contagious. Was. And we want our energy to be like that. We do. I almost went out and ran. It was close. It almost <laughs> happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I didn't. So let's just not talk about that. What's up, Amanda Wilson? Hey, congratulations, Amanda Wilson. <gasps> she passed the bar She passed today. the bar today. Yes, congratulations. She's a lawyer. My sister is a lawyer. That's right. We can break the law now. <laughs> Woo! We got somebody. <laughs> we got a lawyer in the family. You know what that means. Oh, you go out and do what God. you want. Break the law. Okay. So anyway, so today's episode, we thought it would be really awesome to be able to talk about uh, what it means really and how to be your authentic self. Mm -hmm. You want to start with anything fresh, my love? No. I have a lot to say about this. So no. Okay. All I right. don't want to get off topic. I don't want to get off topic. Okay. So I want to share something real quick. Uh, something that I saw earlier today. And if you're not familiar with who Brene Brown is, Ooh. this quote is super awesome. You could just type in Brene Brown in Google or in YouTube, and there's a lot of awesome stuff. She actually has her own special on Netflix that's really, 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 really good. So anyway, it so it says, authenticity is the daily practice of, of letting go of who we think we are supposed to be and embracing who we actually are. And I think that right there is just a really mm -hmm. awesome way to kick off starting today. So we're going to kick it right off, right? So number one, the first thing, how to be how to be your authentic self is know who you are. Yes. And Josh and I were actually talking about this before we came on tonight. And he was like, you know, I think that's where a lot of people get stuck right away is just knowing who they are. And I was telling him, I think it's really because a lot of people pray, which we should do, mm -hmm. and ask for the Holy Spirit to convict us and to open our eyes to things. But then a lot of times that's as far as most people take it. They don't actually sit down and do an inventory of, do you have any bitterness in your heart towards someone? Or do you have um, dreams that you feel like 
God made you to do and to fulfill? Are you starting those dreams? Are you being true to yourself? Mm. And then we also were talking about a lot of times you just need to start. So a lot of people will get stuck and say, um, I just, I don't feel like I'm ready. And if you just begin, God will start clearing the path for you. That's why a lot of people say, just take the first step because that's the step in faith. And God will start opening doors for you, closing doors for you, convicting you, opening your eyes, getting, you will get feedback from other Christians like, Hey, keep going or, you know, constructive criticism. So I think that's a struggle for a lot of people is they feel like they don't know who they are, but they're not being true to the, the dreams that God put in their heart, you know? And I heard a quote before, right before we came down here, uh, from Brendan Burchard. And he was like, when you get to heaven, how could you respond to, uh, how faithfully did you tend to the dream that I sowed into your heart? <laughs> and I think that is a powerful question to be asking ourselves every day is who are we and what dreams did we have planted in our heart? And we just need to continue to strive to go towards those. Yeah. We live in a world really where it's, um, we're praised if we're just like everybody else, Yeah, you know, it's really honestly like, Conforming. If you're, yeah, if you're exactly like the person to the left of you, then you're doing something right. And I think that's just, I don't think I know for a fact, God made us all individuals and we're, we are supposed to embrace our awkwardness, our, our, you know, uniqueness, weirdness, our weirdness. We really are. But, but we don't feel like the world is willing to accept that because everybody is trying to be like somebody else. And that is a, that is a non-stopping problem. I mean, it's that snowballs. Like you can never be like somebody else. It's impossible. And you get frustrated. So I know there's a quote, they say it's by Albert Einstein. I don't know. I didn't actually know for a fact if it's for him, but he does talk about like, if you were a fish and you thought your whole life was based off of your value, if your value of your life was based off of your ability to climb a tree, tree, you'd always feel like a failure. You'd live your life thinking you were stupid. Yeah. You'd live your life thinking you're stupid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's hard to be our authentic self if we don't know who we are. And we have to spend a lot of serious time. Most people never really truly find out who they are. And we know for a fact as believers in Christ that it starts with our connection with him. And then we allow him to then reveal who we are in him. And that's a hard thing to do, especially if you lived yourself, lived your life as a non-Christian. You know, I did that for a a lot of years. So I was constantly trying to conform to certain things that I thought the world praised and thought was awesome. And it was like, I, I just felt worse as I tried to do it. And then it became, I had these huge addictions and I got really heavily into alcohol. And it was like, then alcohol di- stopped being fun. It started being who I was and became my identity. Mm-hmm. And then I had no idea who Josh was. None. Mm-hmm. I had no clue who I was supposed to be. So, you know, we say, who are we supposed to be? You know, in the beginning of time, Adam and Eve, they, they sinned. And then they had to cover themselves up because they were embarrassed. And now we have to spend the rest of our lives living that way. We're imperfect people. You're imperfect. There is no perfect. So you need to discover who you are, your unique self, who you are. And that's how you can be authentic is finding that. And a lot of times you, it's just the stuff, you just start with the stuff that you like, you know? So I like to sing. So I joined the worship band and then I go up and I start singing in the worship band every Sunday. And then that inspires creativity, you know, in mm-hmm. my mind. And we start saying like, Hey, we like to go to Bible studies. Hey, I like to serve. I want to go down to, uh, you know, in Michigan, we have carriage town ministries. You just start doing the things that you enjoy doing and doors will get opened and think your who you are will start to become clearer and clearer and clearer as you go on. And 
um, in embracing who you are. So I'm a pretty, I talk a lot and I am loud a lot and I'm boisterous. And so knowing that and loving that about me and knowing that I'm like that, I also can then be conscientious for the people that don't like that. So if I get around someone in my personality isn't the type of personality that they like, I can respect that and draw away out of respect for them and love for them and move on to my people. And when I'm myself and I'm just being my authentic self, the people that are drawn into my life, and it's going to be the same for you, the people that are drawn into your life are going to be, you're, it's going to be so much more fulfilling and you're going to feel so much more free because you each are going to love one another for your quirks, your weirdness, all of that stuff. Authent- authentically, authentically, you will. Yeah, I think it's funny. So I saw a, a commercial a while ago. I'm sure everybody here has probably seen it one time or the other. It's actually a Facebook commercial, and it talks about Facebook groups and about how these weird, quirky groups all come together. There's a group for everybody. There's a group for everybody. And it's funny how when we come home from work from a long day, we can't wait to like put on certain types of clothes and relax and then become our authentic self. But it's like... Jammies. Right, but then it, it's it's like you have to like put on a... a persona when you're out in the world and then when you come home it's like oh now i can unbutton my top button on my pants and i can just relax and you know what i mean i can put on my goofy socks and be comfortable and that's that's really sad you know it's we should be able to be in comfortable in our own skin whether at home or at work or at church or wherever we are yeah And, and we do that by really knowing who we really are and being okay with that finding comfort in it and that's a struggle yep it is. It is. And I love your loudness. Eh, I know. I do. I love I it. I know he does. I do. And I tell her, stand up and scream that. When she's at church and she's singing, I can always tell when she's holding back. And I'm like, it doesn't sound good when you hold back. <laughs> like, you got to let the Aretha Franklin come out of you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because she's a loud singer. And it's like, gives me goosebumps when it happens. Because now I know she's stepping into what God has created her. Now she's stepping into her. And that's her authentic self. And it's like, now I can feel you come through. You have to shut up the voices in your head, though. That's you. why. Like, sometimes when I'm up there and I'm singing, you know, you'll hear a voice play in your head um you sound stupid no one really likes it you look like a fool and then that reflects in the tone and things even in your regular life how you're acting around people too and you have to shut them voices up because it happens to everyone everyone has those voices inside their head negative talking so. Yeah, we're all trying to hide from Adam and Eve. I mean, that's innate yeah. in who we are. We're trying to completely, we're, we're, we get embarrassed. We have, you know, we have all these insecurities that we live with. It's natural. But, you know, this book that we've talked about a few times on here, I've talked about it at our Celebrate Recovery a thousand times because it's so powerful. It's called Switch. He talks about the bright spots. You know, mm. it's like pick out the bright spots in your personality, in your character, the good things. Not the things where you're like, I'm really good at being mean to people. I mean, let's be real, right? God didn't design you for that. Right. So let's be real about it, but let's pick out the bright spots and then really know who you are and then focus on that. You know, and and if the group of people that you are part of doesn't understand that or isn't willing to accept that, then that tells you a lot. I need to find a different group of people, you know, and that's the way that it works. So So know who you are. Understand that you're broken. We're all broken. We all have baggage and embrace that. You know, it doesn't give you um, a pass to go out and be a jerk to someone, but understand that you're never going to be able to be perfect. And you can just be, do a heart check all the time. Like I like to say, yeah, do your heart check. Number two, 
Number two is choose to be vulnerable. That's right. Mm-hmm. Choose to be. Yes. And this has been one of the most freeing things for me ever. I was the person. I still, I'm not there. Okay. So let's just make that clear. I'm not all the way there. But I used to be the person that didn't tell anybody anything, nothing. I didn't cry. I didn't nothing. And then once I really submitted my life to God, I always knew when he was breaking down another barrier around me because I would be like sob fest for days or every week when I'd go to church and hear worship music, I just start crying and crying and crying. And it was unstoppable. It was walls that he was breaking down inside of me. And that I was just talking to a friend of mine, um, yesterday that it has been a very humbling experience. Josh and I had had um, some legal things happening in our life and I never would have told anybody about that normally. And I really felt convicted to reach out to my church family, my life group, uh, worship band, and really ask for prayers, which to be honest with you, that's a pride thing. So when I really was willing to get to the root of that and understand that That was a prideful thing, not wanting to ask for prayer because I was too worried. I didn't want people praying for me. Number one, number two, I was too worried that everyone has an opinion. So, and I didn't want to be questioned about it or anything else. And it was actually very humbling. The um, circle of people that came around me, it was always reaching out to me, asking, telling me they were praying for us. And that's the things like you have to be willing to be vulnerable and being vulnerable is putting your life in God's hands. And understanding and having faith that no matter what happens, he's working it out. And that it's been actually a very awesome growing experience for me because I already am a pretty open person now, but only about certain things. People think I'm pretty open and I'm I'm not about the big things. (laughs) I'm not about the big things yet. Yeah. You've come a long way though in being vulnerable and it's, it is hard, you know, but I say when we're being vulnerable, we want to make sure that we're embracing uh, the struggles that we've had in our lives. I've had someone tell me before, they're like, you get up in front of the church and tell people you've had a drinking problem. Mm. Is, aren't you embarrassed of that? And I would be embarrassed, I guess, of it if I still had that problem. Yeah. But God freed me from that. And I see that as a victory, not as a, a bash against who I was, but about who he is. And I think that vulnerability really allows God to shine through you. Mm. It really gives us yeah. an opportunity to grow in that way. And we can say, you know what? This isn't about me. This is about him. And I'm going to be vulnerable for that. And it's really going to help me get to my authentic self of what God's really created me for. Let's be real, though, okay? you're going to struggle. You're going to fall. You have fallen. You will fall again. And when we're willing to be more open and honest with people around us about that, you know, people look to us and say, man, that's really encouraging. Maybe I need to be more open about the things that's happened in my life because God has freed me from these things or, or, you know, I've overcome this, you know, because God has just really stepped into my life and it really gives us an opportunity to really get to the core Mm to the core of what God has done in our lives. And, and I always tell everybody, I, I think too, when I think of vulnerability, I think of, you know, what are your values in life? You know, our values, we have Christian values, right? We believe that God is at the center of all things. So we focus on that. And then we think to ourselves, and I, Christy knows I say this all the time, is that I don't have to be the rock. He's the rock. So now I don't, I can be vulnerable because I'm not yeah. worried that I have to support the world on my shoulders, yeah. that God does that. And that's part of my value system that allows me to be my authentic self. Well, and it's awesome too, when you are just willing to be vulnerable. And when you, when I say like be vulnerable as in put it all into God's hands, you shouldn't be going around 
asking for <laughs> prayers all the time like you're a victim, you know, and not putting any work in yourself yeah, because amen. it's not going to get prayed away. Like if you go around and you're just asking everybody for prayers, but you're not trying to make any changes in your own life, yeah. it, God's not going to come down and fix it for you. He wants you to put the work in. He expects you to do what you can do and then he'll do what you can't do. That's what that's, that's about. Good. But I just think it's really important to not do a heart check, not be asking for prayers just to um, be a victim mindset. But also being vulnerable is just putting it in God's hands and not worrying, not worrying about what other people are thinking, not worrying about any of that stuff. And it's actually when you sit back, even when you're saying that out loud, you just feel lighter, you know, like so I... So just am giving it to God and I'm going to put my testimony out there. I'm going to encourage this person. I'm going to love on this person, even though that they aren't the kindest person. I'm going to give money to that homeless person, even though he may have a Ferrari sitting out back. I'm just going to do those things and I'm letting God work everything else out. Mm -hmm. And it's so, that is just, it's so fun. And freeing. It, yes. It's just, it's awesome. It's just awesome. And some days I'm good at it, and some days some days I'm bad at it. Well, I mean, this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. Like this oh. is hard to do. It's hard, and it's really hard to do forever. But the yeah. the fruit that comes from it, God promises the fruit of it if we're willing to be vulnerable and show the world Him, and He really is at the core of who we are. And we pile on all the garbage on top of that, right? We live in fear. You know, we try to hide from things. Like we live in all of this stuff. So we don't we don't become our authentic self. And our authentic self really at the core of it is the shine of Christ. It really honestly is. And it's, you know, are we willing to do the hard work to peel this away to look stupid? At least we mm. think we're looking stupid. There's so many times. I remember Chrissy said years ago, it stuck with me. I love that she said this. She said, you know, I have a real big problem with putting thought bubbles on top of other people's yeah, heads. I do. And... You know, what that really means is I am assuming what the person that's that's in front of me, I'm assuming what they're thinking, mm -hmm. right? Like a cartoon Because we think we know. Because we think we know. Mm -hmm. And that is our own insecurities, just yeah. screaming is what it is. And when we do that, we really step away from our authentic self. That's what ends up happening. We distance ourselves from really what God has created us for because we start hiding it. We start covering it back up with all of our insecurities. Or control issues. Massive, yes. Control. I mean, and we all have some form of control issues because of fear. And so to be to be really connected with our authentic self, we have to be willing to to understand that this is a journey. It really is a journey. Well, and I saw like um one of the quotes that our Facebook page posted the other day that I posted on it is in a world where everyone's wearing masks, it's a miracle or refreshing to see a soul. Mm -hmm. And that's what really will set you apart. Like, if, especially you're a Christian and you go out, don't pretend you have it all together. Don't be vulnerable, you know, and, and have a good testimony when you're going through hard things, but be willing to talk about it. I'm not walking around saying like, oh my gosh, I'm going through this hard time. I'm so excited and so happy about it. That's a lie. And everyone knows that's a lie. But if you say, I'm actually really struggling, but I'm really praying about it. I'm praying for the other person. And I'm really hoping that God changes my heart through this, changes the situation. I hope I can have some kind of testimony through it. I'm really angry about it right now, but I'm really, really giving it to God and hoping that he can change my heart on it because mm. I have a bad heart. And being open about those stuff, it's it's just, that's the best way. And it's the, actually the easiest way. It's just easy. Well, and I think a lot of times too, when you are, if you feel like you're in a leader tip, leadership type of position and you've never been this way, you feel like you have a lot to lose. This yeah. is the problem. 
you'll slowly lose everything anyway if you if you aren't your authentic self. Mm. The best way to do this is rip it off with the Band-Aid and then become the authentic person. And then you can rebuild whatever it is on top of a firm foundation of what God has for you. Mm-hmm. We've both had to start our lives completely over from scratch. Yeah. Completely over. And that is scary. And yes, I sit a lot of times and think I should be at this point in my life. I really think that way. Yeah. But that wasn't God's plan. God's plan was for me and her to be our authentic selves, what God's created us to be, and he will take care of the the, the rest of it. And that's hard to do. Well, yeah, and knowing who we were, we had to we had to support one another through that journey because when we really started deciding what direction we were going to go in with our family 10 years ago, you know, we're a blended family. I I was working, he wasn't working at the time. We really prayed about it and just felt like God telling us I needed to continue to work and the kids um, needed someone to be at home with them, to take them to school every day, pick them up every day, cook them meals, a good role model to talk to them. And so we decided that he would stay home. That was not an easy thing because we needed a dual income desperately at that time. And uh, our families didn't, a lot of our uh, circle of influence didn't necessarily agree that the man should stay at home and the woman should be working. So we took a lot of flack for that. We took a lot of flack from exes about it. And it was a large uphill trudging battle, but we needed to know who we were, be confident in who we were and who we felt like God was telling us to be in the direction we were going and um, be vulnerable. We had to, you know, we had to be vulnerable about it. And people, when people talk to us, we would say, "I, I know it doesn't seem to make sense to, the regular world and what society says it should be. It doesn't, but it's, and now 10 years later, it's like, wow, it was perfect. It is what God wanted. It's what, it was not perfect, but (laughs) it's, it was what God wanted. But we can understand now. We have an understanding of why it was done that way. Number three, I love this one. Number three, be consistent. Yes. Like, Uh, One of the worst things that I, one of my biggest pet peeves is when you know somebody and then you see them at work or you see them at church or even on social media and you're like, that is not the same person. Like they, they have different personas based on who they are and you don't want to be a lukewarm Christian. You don't like, and that, and it's hard not to be, I get it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was a lukewarm Christian from, I was saved at nine all the way up until my thirties when I really feel like I submitted my life to God and I really got saved. I really feel like I was saved during that time. I was praying throughout them years and believed in God, but I wasn't being consistent. I'd say, yeah, I believe in God, but my life didn't reflect that. So you need to be consistent in the type of person you are and what's right is right. You need to have a good moral compass. And just because someone says they're Christian doesn't mean that they have a good moral compass because it doesn't mean that they're in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Mm. Yeah, you know, I, I like to always say too, like, it's easy to put your Sunday best on when you're at church. You know, but then what do you, what type of person are you for the rest of the week? You know, where's your consistency in that? And I'll tell people, I have told guys before that came to me, um, you know, looking for support through their addictions and stuff. And I said, you're apparently not ready to quit. You don't want to quit. So don't quit. If that's what you want to do and that's who you want to be, and you don't mind losing your family over this and you don't mind all these things happening to you and you care more about this than that, 
then do that. Quit making excuses for it. But pick something. Pick one way. Quit trying to be both things because all you're doing is ruining everybody else's lives in the meantime. Yeah. And we want to be the authentic selves. We need to make sure that we're being our authentic selves all the time because you're not just a representative of yourself. You are of your family and you are of your God. And we have to make sure that we're being core at our core authentic with that. Quit putting on the masks and pretending it's hard. It is hard. It is hard. But when you are become consistent at it, you become more comfortable in doing the hard things, and God gives you the support that you need to go through that. So quit putting on your Sunday best. Be your Sunday best Monday through Sunday. I mean, that's what we have to do. That consistency is everything. And it's hard. Pray for strength from God. Look to your core people around you. If they're supportive, that's who you want to be. If they're not, find a core that is and find consistency through them. Yeah. And it's so funny because, um, Sean said like a really good comment. It helps us build our ability to adapt to situations. And I just think it's so good. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Dang it. I was it, reading Sean's comment. It, it, it is a, a amazing oh, I comment. Okay. Good. I remember. So we don't always make the right decision, but we ha always have the opportunity to make it right. So, and yes. that's the thing. It's like, if you're consistently, he said something to me a long time ago and it has always stuck to me and I've used it when I've talked to other people. It's what we do consistently that counts, mm. right? So if you're consistently trying to do the right thing and doing the right thing and having the right attitude and sometimes you have a bad day or you lash out, okay, then that means you're consistently doing the right thing. If you're consistently being a jerk and 80% of the time you're being a jerk and 20% of the time you're being cordial and nice to someone, you're off balance there. It, that means you're a jerk if you're consistently being a jerk. Yeah. So I think it's very, very important to realize and take self-ownership and responsibility for who you are and how you're oh, acting. Yes. If you make a wrong decision or hurt or do something wrong, make it right. Yeah. And no one has choked to death from swallowing their pride. Okay. And I love that quote close. too. I love that quote to me too. Yes. Like it <laughs> reminds close. me of that one movie with Sandra Bullock mm. and he, she's like, you were right. And he's like, how'd that taste? And she's like, like vinegar, yeah. you know, that's what it reminds me of. But every time we do it, we grow and, and actually we become stronger because when you're vulnerable and you're confident in your vulnerability and you're confident in your mistakes and you're confident in the direction you're going and you're confident in your growth, mm. it, you, it becomes easier. And the more that you swallow your pride, the more that you're willing to do those things, the more God will raise you to the next level. And it's hard, especially when you get around other people that don't understand it or want to just keep knocking you down. Yeah. That's where it gets really, really hard. And you can't engage. You can't engage because if someone is committed to misunderstanding you, they, they are not open to hearing any other side or opinion. Don't waste your time arguing with them. Wish them well. Don't be mad at them, but understand they're, they're not your people. Well, to be a plant or a tree, yeah, you need to be in the right area, depending on what kind of tree you are, right? You need to have the right <laughs> amount of sun. You need to have yeah. the right kind of nutrients and water. You need to be in the right position to be able to grow the most. And to be authentic, to be really who God created you to be, that authentic self, you got to have the right community of people. You got to be in the right conditions to do that. Now, two steps forward and one step back, it's still consistently forward. Yeah. Now we're going to slip up. Like you don't like, I love what Sean said. Like you, 
you can't expect perfection. You have to expect progression. Mm -hmm. And we have to expect that of ourselves. Like we need to hold ourselves to a higher caliber. We talk about it on this show. It's part of our tagline. Take your faith, your family, and your future to the next level. We are not interested. We are not interested in being the same person today or mm -hmm. tomorrow that we are today. We don't want to be. Okay, we're not, we don't want to make excuses for ourselves. We want to be better tomorrow. Not, I don't want to be better than her or you. I want to be better than me. And the only way we do that is with real consistency. And then the true bright spots, our authentic self really starts to shine through. And then we start to get, we start to get empowered from that. We really start to feel the Holy Spirit really working mm. in us in the ways because we're really becoming what God's created us to be. And it takes time. It's like a train. It, it takes a while for it to get going, but once it gets going, it's really hard to stop. So tap into that by being consistent, consistent, consistent. Yeah. Give me and, you're, one and you're not a tree. You can move if you want. And yes. And you can, yes. You can move if you want. <laughs> All right. So today's challenge, we want to challenge you with do a checkup, do a checkup. So I want to show you guys something. Mm -hmm. So do a checkup. Christy and I love this. Says, we all need a daily checkup from the neck up to avoid stinking thinking, which ultimately leads to hardening of the attitudes. That is Zig Ziglar. Mm -hmm. That is Zig Ziglar. Mm -hmm. We have to have a checkup from the neck up. How is our mind? Is our mind sabotaging the things that's going on with us? Maybe we are growing. And guess what? If you are growing and you're becoming more authentic, the enemy's going to step in. He's going to start pressuring you. He's going to start giving you, you know, start telling you and making you think all these crazy thoughts and stuff. And we have to consistently every day. So challenge yourself every day to do a checkup at the end of the night. Really check up on yourself mentally. Yeah. And you really need to read your Bible too. Like um, if you get into Ephesians of how to live the Christian life mm -hmm. and um, read Romans four, chapter 14 about... Um, how not to judge your brother and sister, like if don't cause them to stumble by the life that you're living. Those are the types of things that you also need to educate yourself on. So knowing who you are, taking a personal inventory of who, of who you are, like really being honest with yourself. Are you, um, a gossiper, you know, and you really have to start making a conscious effort, effort to not do that. Are you cynical? Do you talk bad about people? Mm -hmm. Do you have an addiction problem? You know, those are the types of things that you need to be self-aware. Don't pretend they're not there because then you're doing yourself an injustice. You're, it actually affects you subconsciously. It'll affect you physically when you're not being authentic to yourself, when you're not being true to yourself, it does affect you. And you need to make sure that you're being true to who you are. Yeah. So something that a, a new venture that Christy and I are heading into right now is, you know, being embracing that we are a blended family. And last night I was telling her, it just came to me. I'm like, we need to make a, sh a t-shirt that says, um, blended and blessed mm -hmm. or blessed to be blended, you know, because in the Christian community, it's really kind of taboo to really talk about divorce and then remarriage. Uh, you know, and having blended families. But let's be real, right? 50% of marriages end divorce. It's sad, but it's just a fact. It's here. Whether we want to talk right. about it or not, it's, it's a fact. It's happening, right? So those families do get reunited into a new couple. We're a new, we are a new couple in Christ, right? And, and so we have to make sure that we're authentically connected to what God's designed for us. We are where we are right now. Mm -hmm. Now, the past has happened and we don't make justifications for that, right? 
but we can't change it. Mm -hmm. What we need to do is we need to take whatever we have now where God's placed us now and honor and glorify him as much as possible. And that's being very authentic, being vulnerable, stepping out and saying, this is who I am. I, we are a blended family and we're proud to be where we're at right now. We're yeah. not proud of our past, but that has nothing to do with it now. Mm -mm. Today is today. And we want to embrace that. We want to empower our, ourselves, our families, you know, to go out and, and, and be a light for Christ starting today and moving forward. Mm -hmm. And you have to be your authentic self. That's how we shine. That's what we have to do to shine. So I challenge you this week, you know, each day do a checkup from the day prior, from this day, you know, at tonight. Do a checkup. How are you? Was I authentic today? Was I two-faced? You know, was I gossiping like Christy said? We have to make sure that we're doing these checkups every single day. This little light of mine. There it is. I'm going to let it shine. That's what we got to sing. That's right. <laughs> sing it every night. You don't want me singing that. Trust me. Okay. We want to thank everybody for being here. Please do not forget to like and share. Help us out. Share the podcast if you liked it. I mean, if you don't like it, you don't have to share it. If you don't like it, you need to share it anyway because there may be other people that like it. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> All right, guys. We will be live next week. Actually, we're going to an event for Sheriff Chris Swanson. We're going to be live at his event. So make sure you stop in November 3rd, next Tuesday at 7. Bye. Bye.